Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, June 10th. U.S. equity futures are mixed. So you have S&P futures up three points at seven basis points. The Dow futures are down 20 points. That's about six basis points. And the Nasdaq futures are outperforming up 42 points. It's about 35 basis points. So flat to up small for U.S. equity futures as investors wait for the CPI at 830. I think the bulk of yesterday's decline was driven primarily by concerns about today's CPI. Remember, the S&P um, you know, was essentially flat or close to flat at, at about 1 p.m., um, and, then it, and then it really tumbled into the close. So I think there's a lot of anxiety about the CPI today. Um, this anxiety has been building for the last several days. There have been a lot of kind of calls from sell-side banks about how um, you, know, you could get a hotter CPI today than anticipated. So I think on the on the uh, positive side, you know, I think the market yesterday already absorbed the potential for a um, an ugly CPI number today. So I think you have to have an acceleration in the year on year change on core CPI to kind of really spur a lot of incremental selling. Um, so that's kind of my thoughts into the CPI today. You know, you are getting some unsettling headlines out of China as well on the COVID front. Um, you know, most of the citizens of Shanghai will be subject to mandatory testing this weekend. Um, you know, some of the headlines are calling this a lockdown. It's not really a lockdown. It was, some of this is just an issue of semantics. Um, some people will be confined while the test results get reported. It's not really a lockdown. I don't think you're going to see a return to what Shanghai had in place a couple of months ago, um, where you had essentially a, a full lockdown of the city. Um, you know, China is not backing away from zero tolerance, but I do think they're going to be a little bit more subtle in how they implement it going forward. Um, and if you kind of just circle back to late May, where the market bottomed um, and we had a pretty powerful rebound, it was driven largely by the sense that U.S. inflation and Fed expectations, Fed tightening expectations had hit an apex and that you'd also have this kind of powerful China reopening wave. Um, I'm still confident on China. I think China probably has one of the best macro stories to tell right now with the reopening stimulus, easing tech scrutiny, um, and then accelerating growth. In the U.S., um, you, know, you had Fed tightening expectations hit fresh highs yesterday, um, albeit just barely, but you know you still have a lot of anxiety in the market. You had the, the December funds rate expectation um, is now 2.9%, so pricing in an increment to 200 basis points um, of tightening over the last, um, over the, in the back half of this year. Um, and you also had obviously a big jump in ECB tightening expectations. So, um, you know, I think, so the big drivers of the recent rally have been called into question. Um, you know, like I, I'm still confident that you've seen a peak of inflation. I think the world's going to look a lot different in, um, in, in the summer. So, you know, you're guaranteed two more 50 basis point hikes out of the Fed over the next two meetings, including next week. That gets you to 2% of the funds rate. Um, and I think you're probably going to be done at around 2.5, 2.75%. So two to three incremental hikes after these next two meetings are out of the way. Um, and then, like I said before, I still think you're kind of on a, on a positive trajectory for China. But uh, in the near term, um, you know, there definitely is some risk about the CPI. And like I said, market expectations on Fed tightening hit fresh highs yesterday. Um, so as far as incremental news for this morning, not a whole lot. Um, you know, everyone's mostly just waiting for the CPI to hit. You had did have more headlines about the, the Shanghai testing mandate that's going to happen this weekend. China's inflation numbers for May were on the cool side, so the PPI decelerated. Um, the CPI came in a little bit below expectations. Japan's PPI also came in a little bit below expectations, although it's still very elevated. Um, 
on the ECB for yesterday, I think all the policy decisions were very much in line with expectations for the most part. Um, you know, you're going to get a 25 basis point hike next month. It looks like September is leaning towards 50 basis points. You did see a large jump in the expected ECB deposit rate in um, in December, so up uh, you know about 15 basis points overall. Um, but you also did see a, a relatively large drop in the euro, um, you know, so suggests that markets weren't necessarily shocked by uh, the policy decision. I think probably the the main reason why markets are a little bit anxious is just given what you saw in bond markets. Um, and really, it's kind of this this whole quote unquote defragmentation fear that you're going to see spreads really widen out dramatically. Um, and I think Italy is probably the 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 epicenter of, of some of that concern. So Italian banks are are for sale this morning, um, largely because of uh, you know the widening in spreads you saw yesterday between bonds and BTPs. The ECB, um, you know, they are going to utilize the PEPP pandemic QE program to help. Um, stabilize spreads if needed. Not very clear what uh, spread level would trigger an intervention. Um, and so there's still some anxiety around that. Uh, otherwise, a relatively quiet morning. Um, like I said, I think most people are just waiting on the CPI. Company-specific news is pretty slow overnight. Um, in addition to the CPI day 30, you will get the Michigan Confidence Survey at 10 a.m. Within that, you're going to get inflation expectations. So I think those will be watched also. Um, and then otherwise, the calendar for today is pretty quiet. Um, and then as we look into next week, the Fed on Wednesday will be the big uh, the big catalyst. I'll be talking more about this next week. But I think for me, the main takeaway for this Fed meeting is going to be not so much um, the pace of rate hikes, but more just the level of rate hikes. So we know that the 2022 dot is going to get revised higher pretty dramatically. But the Fed has been signaling that they would be ending this tightening cycle at around a 2.8% funds rate. Um, and I think that would be the key takeaway. If that is still the ceiling, then I think markets will be pretty relieved. You're, you're obviously going to get an acceleration in the pace of tightening, but it's the level of tightening when they plan on finishing. Um, I think that's going to be real important. If, if that level goes up a lot um, and the pace is being accelerated, then that's kind of, um, you know, I think something that's going to create incremental anxiety. But if the level stays unchanged and all you see is an acceleration of the pace of tightening, I think that could be a mild relief. Um, and then you have a couple of earnings next week, Oracle, Kroger, and Adobe. But otherwise, it's pretty quiet next week as far as scheduled news is concerned. And that is everything for today, Friday, June 10th. Thank you for listening.